You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Zach Dykes, joined along with Josh Shepard and our special guest, Robbie Rawls. Robbie Rawls. RobDog4963 is his Twitter account if you want to go go, to go follow him. <laughs> That's the last four digits of his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> also his social security number. No, not really. <laughs> so guys, how are you doing? I'm great. I really wanted to me and him to do the hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been cool. No. I'm I'm good. Good down in peace. Down in uh, Picola today. Picola. Just chilling. Like a villain. Like a villain. Jelling. Like a felon. Sure. <laughs> you remember those Dr. Scholl's commercials? Yes. Yeah, I know, yeah. We, we, I tried to we forget know, them. We know, wasn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's take an adventure. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> I knew you were about to do that. It's been a while. Let's go to the Great White North. Scan BC. Here we go. You ready, Josh? I finally figured out how to click this pin. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the uh, School for Deaf, Dumb, and Blind. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Hashtag Vancouver. Cruise. We're on scene at Nanimo, St. Pandora Street with a pedestrian that walked into the side of a moving bus. <laughs> that I wow. Of bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that scene at the end of Mean Girls where she walks in front of the moving bus. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Victoria. Police are responding to Muno Street for a report that a male let his dog defecate on a neighbor's lawn, now fleeing the area. <laughs> wow. It's a, a shit and run. <laughs> you have to realize like the crime is just so comical. <laughs> I mean, if that's a crime, man, I got about 20 dogs that need to come pay for my yard. <laughs> Poo everywhere. Around here, it's like, you know, three people have been murdered and a grandmother has been raped from a home invasion. You're like, wow. That's intense. Like, that escalated quickly. You're like, what? It's almost necrophilia. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Canada, it's like, oh, I let my dog poo in your lawn. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Call the Mounties. <laughs> RCMP. Hey, uh, uh. You know, you know what they say about cruise ships? Either newly wed or nearly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Vancouver. Police are responding to Harbor Center for a report of a male with a butcher knife. Staff have locked the male in the kitchen. He's like, I work here. I seriously work here. <laughs> I work here. That's what I do. 
I don't, we have knives. This what do you want kitchen. me to use? <laughs> a fork? <laughs> I can't cut things with a spoon. <laughs> Give me a hockey stick. <laughs> Hashtag Vancouver. Oh, Police. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weapon of choice. <laughs> Police have located a person stabbed twice on the second floor of the Lucky Lodge Hotel. The Lucky Lodge. He wasn't lucky. <laughs> he, wasn't lucky. he was not lucky at all. <laughs> They need to change the Lucky Lodge to slightly oh, less unlucky <laughs> Lodge. <laughs> Stabby shanty. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Burnaby. Hashtag RCMP. I want to go to Burnaby. <laughs> <laughs> Are responding to Rev's bowling lanes for a report of 25 to 50 people brawling in the parking lot. Porking lot. Porking lot. That was a good <laughs> interpretation of that yeah. word. Yeah. I thought they were so, such a peaceful people. Why are they brawling in the streets? Yeah, what does that mean? That's, they're fighting. fighting. Well, I got that, but I wonder if there was some other connotation to it. Like, does brawling mean weapons are involved or just fists? I think of uh, Anchorman when they start brawling in the street with, like, <laughs> grenades and whips and swords. <laughs> and <laughs> Have y'all watched this show called Unbreakable? It's a Netflix original. Uh-uh. No. Okay, I was at a friend's house last night, and they were watching this. And it's you, you. Y'all need to see it. It's it's funny. Like you, you will love it. Tina Fey directs it. She okay. writes it and directs it. I'll check it out. And there's the girl that it's about. Her name's Kimmy, and she gets set up with this super old guy. He's like ninety three years old to go on a date, and she's like twenty nine. Uh, and um, someone's dildos going off. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, she goes to. Uh, lunch with this dude on a date this 93 year old and he starts having war flashbacks and thinks she's from <laughs> from, from Germany <laughs> they're walking down the street and he's hobbling after her with a cane <laughs> and he picks up a pine cone and throws it a grenade <laughs> <laughs> wow. it was so funny oh, Lord. it was so funny uh, oh here we go hashtag Surrey hashtag RCMP are chasing a motorcycle that just drove through the Walmart at Guilford Mall. Mel drove down the escalator on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was the up escalator. <laughs> that would be way cool. <laughs> well, because I was thinking if you drove on the down one, I bet it went really fast. I mean, <laughs> one of the comments was it Jackie Chan? What is a Bruce Willis doing in the Canada? <laughs> All right, here's the last one. Hashtag Vancouver. Police are responding to a residence for reports of a male that was drunk. <laughs> I'd read that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> reports of reports that a drunk male called 911 and started singing. <laughs> <laughs> The things you do when you're intoxicated. <laughs> okay. I've Remind got, me of that later tonight. I've got, one, I've got one more. I forgot about this one. This one is by far my favorite scan BC of all time. I hope it's good. Yeah, Hashtag. I hope it doesn't suck. Oh. Like your mom. Oh. Whoa. See what I did there? I did. Yeah. I don't approve. <laughs> Hashtag Vancouver. Police. Attending to a lane for a report of a male that has a pigeon tied to a brick and trying to stab the bird with a needle. <laughs> what? I think I think you've read this one to me before. 
I but, sent it to you in a text message. Yes, because it was something that we talked about. He was like trying to perform surgery on it or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tied the brick so he couldn't get away. <laughs> I'm just trying to help him out. There was a, you know, I, I'm remembering this from somewhere, but I remember some story about a guy that got arrested for doing surgery illegally on pigeons. Wow. He like, he like took up residence illegally in the top of this building, and. <laughs> Uh, had all these birds there that were all bandaged up that he had been doing surgeries to them. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> but like you know, he was like saving their lives. I mean, he whatever he was. Or he's doing. just taking parts to create Birdman. I don't know. It was so messed up. It was the creepiest story. I wanted to think it was on our podcast, but I guess it wasn't. I don't think so. I I, know, I don't remember us talking about. I mean, that. you would have brought the story to the table. I yeah. didn't. it might have been on. Yeah, it might have been a Rooster Teeth podcast, but I um. Neither one of you watch Gotham, correct? I haven't been able to watch it yet. Okay, recently there's been a development on the show where, like, one of the main characters, Fish Moody, which is Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, the mother of the spawns of Satan, you know, the little kid, the Smith kids, they're they're okay. awful. Anyway, she's one of the characters on the show, and she's been taken captive at this place, but this place, like, harvests parts from humans, like if someone needs an arm, they'll take an arm off someone. If they need their eyes, they'll take their eyes. And, like, they're just a organ and, you know, mm-hmm. so strange. Like, probably some of the worst CGI I've seen in years has been in this one part. Wow. This guy, like, they took his head and put, like, a lady's body and, like, all these, like, weird arms. And he's like, like it, I was just like, all right, this is getting really weird, <laughs> and this is really stupid. I was like, this doesn't feel like Gotham at all. Just you talking about someone surgically. Why did they do that? I don't know. See, it, it, you, it does not feel like it's part of you know. Yeah, you remember that show a couple years? You, you you might not remember it. Didn't even make it to the end of its first season before it got canceled. But it was a show called The Cape. No, I, I've known you. You've talked about it, but I've never watched it. Well, like it actually was pretty good. I, it just, I think it was on in a bad time slot and no one watched it. And the idea of someone using a cape as a weapon is pretty stupid, too. Yeah. But it is actually... It, is it on Netflix? Like, I, Yeah, I was. think yeah. it was. Yeah. It was. It was actually pretty good, though. But when they tried, they knew they were getting canceled. They tried to, like, um, you know, hurry it up quick. Yeah. And uh, they just made it so freaking weird. It just went down the toilet in a handbag. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that couldn't have saved it. Anytime that's in a show, always elevates. What do you, HBO, look what they do. I know. TNA. 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 You know what that means? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Make sure. Make sure. Okay. Make sure. Robbie hangs I, I, around I, me. Okay. <laughs> hangs around you. Not like that. So, um, Sometimes. So, have either of y'all read or seen the Hunger Games movies? I've seen the first two. I haven't seen the newest I've one. I've seen, isn't it Mockingjay Part 1? <laughs> Did you see the recent one? All right. I I went, I just wanted to talk about this. Um, okay. I went to see the first movie in theaters, and as a teacher, I came away from it hating it, because to me, I it was just, it. it was kids killing kids. Good. Did you, okay, oh, never mind, you're being silly. No. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh, That's God. how this we class should, is set up. <laughs> good, this is how we should play this. This is how we should have field day at the end of the year. <laughs> exactly. The weakest die. <laughs> but, um. Actually, but, you get all the really bad ones, you put them in a place, yes. and they just 
you know, and then <laughs> I wish everybody could see what Zach just did. He just fluttered his arms like a gay guy. He's like, Woo. and then you know, at the end of it, you have the the worst one of the bunch, and then just and then done. Like, How about that for ISS? <laughs> behavior problems done. We don't have to report anything to the state now. But uh, anyway. I, I can't wait from it. Just like it was kids killing kids, and it didn't seem. It just was very atro- atrocity, if that's a word to me. <laughs> I just made it up. So GFY <laughs> word word of the week atrocity. So anyway, to uh, be atrocious. Last semester, uh, when we were moving schools, we had a couple days where uh, we just had messed up schedules where we didn't we couldn't really teach because we didn't see all our classes and all this stuff, and so. Um, we let them watch some movies, and one class wanted to watch that, so I put it on I, grudgingly because I didn't care for the first movie. And I started watching, I was like, wow, this is pretty good. So I um, I started, I, I went home and I watched it, the yeah. second movie, and I was like, wow, that was pretty good. So I determined that I was going to buy the books and read them. So, I have the first one. I haven't started reading it yet. But. Well, we had our book fair at school a couple of weeks ago, and I bought the first three. So you paid three. overpriced. Huh? No, actually, they were only 20 bucks for all three. Okay. No, it was, 20, a, it was a good deal. I looked on Amazon. Like, that was better than Amazon could do. And I, I was like, so, okay, I'm going to buy this. And I read the first book in like two weeks, which is really saying something for me because I normally I read super slow. Um, yeah, how about that last Aragon book? Yeah, I know. I, try, there's a kid at school that is just like you on me about that book. <laughs> he's like, he. we made a bet. Me and him made a bet at the end of the year whether or not I'd finish it for the end of the year. I'm pretty sure he's going to win it now because yeah. I'm so far behind. And I'm not – anyway, so I read that first Hunger Games book, and I was – and. I got to say this about the movie. The movie did a really good job, I thought, of following the book. Yeah. There was only basically three things it left out. Mm-hmm. One, her hatred of her mother. Oh, I was about to say, are you talking about Aragon? No, no, Hunger <laughs> Games. Oh, my God. Don't, don't, let's don't get started on that. But one, her hatred of her mother. And I won't say really hatred necessarily, but just great discontent at her. But... Um, Another thing was at the end, the the dogs that attack. Yeah. Have y'all read the books? Yeah, I read the first one. All right. Have you read the first book? I have not read the first book. Okay. The dogs at the end that attack them are actually mutations of the people that have already been killed in the arena. They didn't say that in the movie, and they didn't make it look like that either. When I read that, it freaked me out so bad. Like, they they talk about how they can tell their eyes and actually see features of them in the dogs. And the dogs in the book actually will stand up on two legs like humans in in, in some degrees, yeah. kind of. And um, it, was, it was so creepy. But the biggest thing, and if this had been in the movie to a better extent, I would not have disliked the movie. The book is saturated with discontent at how horrible this is, that this is happening. Yeah. yeah. To me, the movie did not play that up enough. All the stuff in the movie between Seneca Crane and the president where he's like, or the president's like threatening him, him to do something and all that was the movies and it was showing how like horrible President Snow was. That was the movie's attempt at bringing that in. The book doesn't have any of those scenes in it, by the way. The book does it from Katniss's point of view and yeah. Gail and everybody else and it's okay. like, she's Everyone knows how horrible this is. Yeah. And the book did a much better job of that. And so after reading the book, I feel better about the story as a whole now. Because it's like, okay, it's not just me that thinks this is bull crap. Yeah. <laughs> These kids are killing each other. You know, I didn't get that strong enough in the movie. And then 
I'm I'm already two thirds the way done with the second book. I, I started on Tuesday. I'll <laughs> so. definitely look into finishing up that book because I mean I've been wanting to read it. Just let my little sister borrow, it, and she's a very slow reader. My my thing about reading the book, yes, it did add to it, but it, they did such a good job of following it that it was very hard for me to get through the book. That was that was my biggest thing because I actually read it. I didn't do Audible or anything. It was just such a slow read. I already know this. I already know this. I already know this. I already well, know the, this. Well, um, how many times had you seen the movie? Once. Well, I guess I don't. Sometimes when I go to enjoy stuff, I don't really put it in long-term memory very well. And as I'm reading the book, the book to me reminded me. Yep. It's like I kind of had forgot the series of events well, and the book I, reminded I me. I watched the movie that I immediately started the book right. See, it's, it's been, been two years since I, I saw say, the it's movie. been a long time since well, I read it so I should get more out of and it and honestly I kind of like having seen the movie first this is the first time I've ever read a book after seeing a and movie you could picture it in your head yes and it's not like I wouldn't have done that before but it would have taken me twice as long to get through that book mm-hmm. because my mind would have had to take time to make up pictures yeah you know that's the same way I've been reading the Game of Thrones books and uh-huh. I'm in I'm in the third book now maybe I should do that read those before I watch the shows I would watch or no, the, no, watch the shows yeah. and then read the books. See, I, I'm doing it through Audible just because I drive a ridiculous amount. You can do it. I, I drive, 40 minutes one way. Well, just to work and then to go see my girlfriend and everything. I, I drive a ton of time every uh, you week. Need a Prius. <laughs> no, I, I do. <laughs> you don't even know. But um, it's been four years since season. Mm, excuse me, Laha coming up. <laughs> it's, it's been it's been <laughs> four years since season one came out, and I got the book on Audible, read through it. It was amazing. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Because I had the pictures in my mind from the show, and then that added stuff. There's so much like the uh, magic lore in Game of Thrones that is not in the actual show because it would bog down the the pacing and everything of the TV show. But the books explain the lore, how the first men came here, and there was the the children, which was the magical, you know, peaceful people that lived here. And then you have the others, which is the evil side of the magic realm and everything, and why they built this huge ice wall and just all of these things that were very interesting. And each book has just been very nice to do because I'm reading them seeing what's different and comparing them and also refreshing my memory because yeah. it's been a while and season five is fixing to come out so I can't wait I'm, I'm trying to you know hold myself back so I don't ruin anything because I'm on book three uh, book four I will be next or whatever so they just finished season four so I don't want to read the fifth book before the new season comes out mm-hmm. so. but I understand it's, it's very different because I've always done it the other way, the other way, and I like it this way because I can picture it. It's it makes it go quicker, you know, in a way. And I've heard already from a lot of people that read the third book that the the uh, third movie, which there's two parts, they're making of it. First, I heard this the other day that there was no point in making it into two movies. Um, it's a money thing, right? Right. But I also have heard that it the fir- that part one was kind of boring. Did you think that, Robbie? From all the stuff, like there was times when I would actually walk away and then like listen to it as I was as it was going because my mom and sister was watching it. Oh, did you but, watch it at home? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was just there. There were times in it when I was just like, okay, can we get somewhere to where like, you know something's happening? And and also there's this whole debate going on among people: should she have been with Peter or Gail? 
I can tell you if you read the books, this is my opinion, if you read the books, you see why, like, everyone looks at Gail and's like, of course she should be with Gail. But, uh, this is totally getting kind of feminine too, by the <laughs> way. Uh, but if you read the books, it's like, she totally should be with Peter. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is such a good guy. I mean, yeah, he, he is. Like, oh my he, gosh. He, he's totally, like, he, he literally is in love with her and wants only the best for her and her family. Even if it is with Gail. Yeah. Like, I mean, he would give her up. Like, you even saw that in the movie a lot. Yeah, but it, it comes across better in the book. And one of the things I, I've learned through this experience is one of the things that makes books so good... Is that internal it, monologue. Is the, is the prose. Mm-hmm. The internal monologue, exactly, of the character. And you just don't get that in the movie because it would be yeah. boring. And there's no real good way to put it into a movie. Well, Dune tried it. They did an internal monologue, and it just felt so strange in that movie that it was like, "What? What is this happening?" And a, a good case, point in case is Batman. When you read a Batman comic, there is always that internal monologue. Every there's not a ton of dialogue; it's mostly right. internal monologue. And when you watch a Batman cartoon or a movie or anything, you don't get that. Yeah, I think that the Harry Potter movies were easier to write than like the Hunger Games because the Harry Potter, the Harry Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I, was, I figured I was like saying Harry is an H A I R Y for some reason. They were saying the Harry Potter. He was a very Harry guy that made pottery. Anyway, he um in that book a lot of the the prose of the book was like what's happening it didn't it wasn't a ton of what is harry thinking i don't i think she wrote it for more of a third person aspect Mm -hmm. if i remember right and that made writing a screen a screenplay for that book much easier um i think but i thought that was interesting i know this might be really boring to some people but i i I just it was it's been so good and i've really enjoyed reading it i i read 150 pages yesterday because we we had our great break for our kids and we were off campus all day so i just sat and read a book you know that's nice well the same way with game of thrones is it has are the books easy to read i heard they're kind of difficult through audible it's a lot easier because i'm just you know sitting and listening to someone do the voices and all of that so my mind isn't having to create that but once you get into it and you figure out who the characters are it's very easy to go along i heard all the names are difficult to keep up with it can get that way especially when they but you've seen the the show and the book. Yeah. That probably helps. That helps. Because it's reinforcing it yeah, <laughs> multiple that helps, times. That helps a lot, especially when you know, okay, this person looks like this. I can keep that separate. But when it's a lot of these um, small characters where they only show up once or twice and there's a bunch of them, that's really that's the hardest part. Yeah. I need that because I need to reinforce their names pretty bad. I'm horrible <laughs> I, at it. I, I ignore <laughs> names in movies and TV shows. Well, like. Yeah, I'm okay, there's a guy. Okay, his name is Batire Baelish. Okay, Batire no, Baelish. Like Batire Baelish. There we go. Batire Baelish. He. I was like Dalish. He like, was like Lord Dalish, and I was like, who? And, like, and, I, and I you had like, to describe him. I was like, you know, the, the, the douchebag, the really skinny. He's on the council. You're like, he was like Baelish. I was like. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> Lord Danish, <laughs> Lord Danish. He tastes good. There, there was another one I can't remember, but it was just very <laughs> funny. funny. But you know, books and movies, it's gotten to a point where it's very nice to see 
how similar they are. And both of them have their pros to it. And not a lot of cons these days because unless Fox is taking a hold yeah. of a series, then you just might as well not go to the movie theater. I was so ticked off. Aragon, Percy Jackson. Jackson. There you go. One thing about Aragon, I told a friend this before. The fourth book, the bad, his Galvatorix, right, is his name? Yeah. Uh, evil, yeah. That's right. <laughs> all think. these all these worlds are combining in my head, and I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then Jamie Lannister rides <laughs> down on a fly. I want, you, I want you to let me know when you understand what I'm about to tell you. All he does is make him understand. Just let me know when you. Oh, I hate you. Just let me know when, you, when this comes around. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, I don't, hate you. Don't worry, because Josh will never do it. I've, no, <laughs> no, I, I, that's gonna make me because <laughs> him saying that it just blew my mind. Like, I think I know what you mean. Like, I, I, I think I know what. You, oh, I, I'm gonna read it now. Just <laughs> he just ready. helped me through God. the book. Just, just I, get ready. Literally, since he, I, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> I, I told my friend Trevor this, and when he got to this point, like when he finished the book, he texted me. He was like, F you, Rob. <laughs> what, what was it again? Say it again. He just makes him understand. He just, he just makes, makes him, him understand. understand. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I have tried since our senior year in college to get this guy right here to read that book. He still hasn't done it. You better read it now. Like, I just gave you incentive. I just gave you incentive. I backed away from my mic. I'm yeah. sorry. Gonna get his, his Zach's popped. whipping us with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> thrashing us about. I'm, I'm not editing it, so you better talk in the damn mic. <laughs> do you know how much editing I do on ours? No, I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying. But it still sounds pretty good most of the time. Yeah, I even with the crappiness of last week. I didn't even listen to the last oh, week. Oh, you should. It'd be pretty funny. We, okay. Oh, you, you need to listen to it just because, to hear what because your mic thing. It was funny. <laughs> Freaking hilarious! <laughs> have you listened? You, I, oh, I have, I'll, I, I'll go to that part and play it for y'all in just a little I'll bit. Have to listen to but it. um, so I went to Best Buy earlier, and we talked about this already. But I, people on the podcast at some point are just going to comment on iTunes and say, "Josh, just buy the damn iMac already." <laughs> Quit talking about it. Because <laughs> I saw a 5K iMac, and I really want it. <laughs> I'm having withdrawal symptoms. Dude, you have no idea how bad I want to buy stuff when I go in that store. Like, Y'all's Best Buy is so much better than Dothan's. Like, Dothan's is just a piece of shit. It really is. I went two weeks ago, and I was like, well, maybe they'll have an iMac or something. They had an iMac from 2009. That's wow. all they had. Wow. And I walk into this one, and there's a 5K iMac, and there's a douchebag on it. It's like, get away from my computer. Yeah. I, 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 it's to the point where I don't want to go into Best Buy because I know like my, I go my want... My want goes off, and I just I want everything. It's very hard when you have a Best Buy card and you have a $4,000 limit. Well, how many cards do you have? I have two. Best Buy and GameStop. GameStop. Yeah. That's why you have a $4,000 limit. <laughs> <laughs> I got a $7,000 limit on one card, <laughs> but can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got $2 to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, no. Well, it, <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> and what's really cool is you get a 30-day, no questions asked, return return policy from Best Buy. From Best Buy. Do they do a thing where you first apply for a card that you get special financing, like 18-month financing or yeah. something? Yeah. 0%? Like, yeah, mine's that way. So, See, I might buy my next Apple computer through them, through them then. I probably could, I bet you I could buy a special customized version of it on their website. Probably. Probably. Well, then that's what I want. I, um... I almost bought a Wii U the other day, but uh, the, the reason I didn't 
like Amy was with me, and I was like, I really want that Wii U. She's like, Why do you want it? I was like, I want to play Smash Brothers. She's like, What else? And I was like, uh, Nothing when, else. <laughs> I was like, When Zelda comes out, I'll play it. And she's like, What else? And I was like, eh, We got a good virtual console. And normally they come with a game. Like if it yeah. comes with the Mario game, the Mario game is fun. And then she's like, What else? And I was like, oh. That's really it. I was like. So I can have all three. She's like, you're not getting that. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I looked right in her eyes. She's and I said, yeah. You said what? <laughs> no, no, nothing. <laughs> it's from a a, it, a, a key and pill. They're a comedy group. They're I hilarious. But uh, yeah, I, I want one, but at the same time, I don't want to put a financial burden on me that I don't need right now. One of my, my friend Lee Marshall explained the Wii U the best way. It is a Smash Brothers console. It's all that's like when you get it, that's all you really want to play for. That and Mario Kart. So I hate to ruin this because we were talking about we were talking about me and uh, me and Jeremy and Derek might be doing an episode of something. I don't know if it'd be Fist to Monkey or I'll Nerd Cave. You take a week off. Okay, we'll take a And anyway, talking about Nintendo, but me and him were talking about this earlier. How cool would it be if they came out with a Pokemon game for like, Wii U? For Wii U that had it 3D, where you were like third person 3D, or maybe even first person 3D, that you could walk around like that. Kind of like how but, the new Zelda is going to look like open world. But also, you hit a button and it goes to the top down view where you can play it classic. Oh, that's cool. So you could play it either way. It even changes the graphics to like a classic stylistic way. See, I don't know why they haven't done it because I used to own up the PlayStation One. I played a Digimon they would game. Sell consoles. Oh, I would. Like, there I was. Would a, you play it on? There was a Digimon game on PlayStation had, One. Yeah, that you had. Is Digimon World Two? Yeah, I, and I haven't. <laughs> and you had your your Digimon just following behind you, but you could put them in Pokeballs and you could walk around and it. it it, it was you really just hurt cool. people's feelings right and now. Every time, and every, every time I see him, <laughs> turn pokeballs, them, them down, pokeballs. And he turns my mic up and Digi-balls. down because I, 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 go, I, I go in and out, in yeah, and out. I'm, I'm feeling Derek's frustration <laughs> with you. Like, I'm literally, Derek, can you get me a ruler? <laughs> what did he say? He, he said, said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it didn't come up on the mic then. <laughs> but it would be a really cool concept if they could do something like Because, I mean, I would go out and buy the Wii U if they did that. Yeah, I, I would totally. And go ahead. I just, it just reminded me when we talked about there. They're making their uh, these old like, Nintendo games. I, I heard something about them putting them out on phones. So yeah, we talked yeah. about they're, they're about, about to take over the phone game. Oh yeah, they're they, going to make ton, tons of money. They 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 went into a business deal with a mo, with an app developer. Yeah. And are going to work with them and they said 100% of our IP is game. Like so any of their intellectual property is up for being on a mobile device now. That's going to be awesome. Well, me and me and Jeremy were talking about that and he's not real thrilled about that. But I said, I said, I want, I want a freaking Pokemon game on my iPhone. See, I can get that with the Android, but it's one of those. You it's know. a, it's a generator. It's not a. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my my biggest thing is, if it gets on an iPhone, they see that people, if they have something that they already have, and it comes to it, they're going to sell stuff with it, and then you know, if you put out games people want to play. They're going to buy your stuff. You know, if they want to stay in the... Like, first off, 
I think they wouldn't have a problem doing both and staying in the hardware market. I don't think. Yeah. They're also talking about doing a online subscription service where it's kind of a thing where you can start a game on here, continue it on your computer, or continue it on your Wii U or your game or your oh, that's really 2DS. Cool. So what if instead they sold you kind of like music licenses or mm-hmm. licensings are now like a license to play Pokemon X, and you could play it on any device you wanted to. That would be. And better. you have to that have would, you had to have yeah. internet access to do it, but, but that still would be awesome to have. And it, it all did all cloud backups and cloud saves, and you just picked it up wherever. That and um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. The thing with that, this is my problem with it. Well, not they would destroy the market. If not they necessarily a problem. Yeah. Their console will be irrelevant. Well, see, I still think I still think their console could have a place i if they're if they're smart enough about this i think they still could make it work um and that was jeremy's thing he want he wants a console or he wants a controller or something but i was gonna say this say that did happen okay say for instance that did happen yeah they could go into the market of making a gamepad controller for this thing there mm-hmm. didn't we see one it wasn't an Apple one. There was one at Walmart. There was a controller. It well, Apple doesn't make one. Yeah, I, I know. It was for it was a third party controller or whatever. Right. For. There's well with iOS seven when it came out, Apple released a whole bunch of APIs uh, for game developers to have a set list of um, controls that they could uh, use a third party hard, hardware for basically. Okay. So you can have an A B X Y. Uh, bumpers and all this stuff, and there's joysticks, and okay. there those all all those kind of things are out there right now. Awesome. They just uh, some of them work better than others, and 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 the particular games have to support. It. In fact, I own yeah. one. I own a small one. It's a Bluetooth one. It's like a mini sized one. They have a full size one too, but it's a mini travel size one. It's Bluetooth. Okay. And I bought it. I, I bought an iPad Mini to play games on. I had tons of games on it, and I got this controller, and I was like, I can go anywhere, plug this thing into a TV with HDMI, and play a console-like game with this thing. Yeah. Well, I thought, surely Lego games will support this. No. Actually, they did, but they didn't support the joystick. They supported the D-pad. And then, which they have a joystick on screen that yeah. lets you go. So then when all, all you had was a D-pad, you couldn't walk diagonally. And you know how Lego games are. You have to be in control of which way you're walking or you walk off stuff. Yeah. And so it was such a horrible experience. I was like, why did y'all even support <laughs> anything at all Wow. if you weren't going to support a joystick? So I ended up at the end of all that it. it was pretty depressing <laughs> I, <laughs> experience. I and I, I don't even use it. And I sold the iPad. So... <laughs> Yeah, I the handheld gaming has been in such a flux because of the invention of an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Since it came out and there's been games on it and all of this. I don't think there's a game out there on the App Store right now that really completely 100% takes full advantage of what this can do. Oh, oh I agree 100%. I'm just saying since... Well, I'm just, invent- I just was making yeah. that comment. Yeah. Since the invention of the first iPhone, first smartphones with apps that have games, the handheld market has suffered from it because people have become casual gamers. They can play 10, 15, you know, maybe maybe five minutes at most on this, put it in their pocket, walk away. Now, you have a handheld, you have to sink some time into it. Yeah. You know, 
My 3DS, hardly ever use it. I'll play some Pokemon. The new Pokemon will come out. That's a new one, not a remake. I'll play it for a while, and I'll just stop. Now, I'm getting back into my Vita, thankfully. I bought it, and then I finally finally got yeah. into it. And I'm actually loving it. Like mm-hmm. I love my Vita. It looks great. It plays well. It's It feels like an actual handheld console, unlike the 3DS. And it has a lot of extension things from the PS4 that, exactly. that are awesome. Kind of like the gamepad thing for the mm-hmm. Wii U. That, that, to me, is the Wii U's... It's biggest selling point. I mean, it really is. I wish the screen was better. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I do too. And that, and we talked about that last week. That's the reason why I don't want to sink money into the the 3ds XL. Yeah, I just I want a higher densel, uh, higher densel, higher pixel density Retina display. Display. Yeah. Retina display. Retina 5K IMAX <laughs> display. <laughs> but like you have the OLED Vita. It looks amazing. Like, you compare that to any 3DS, 3DS looks like crap. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, the and 3DS... They're, and they're have, not that much different in price, are they? Yeah, they're not. I think the Vita's cheaper. And yes, there's people like, oh, well, the 3DS has a better library. Mm, not really. But it's got the, it's got the Nintendo I, I games. Know, I know it has the Nintendo games and everything, but every week, there are good quality indie games that are put out. There's big... Big parties that I think put there's up. Minecraft on there now. Yeah, and I love it. Like I'm, I'm falling in love with this handheld. When I go poo, Vita. When and I, he's in there for a long yeah. time. When I go poo, poo. <laughs> <laughs> well, after work, I've started just pulling out my Vita and playing until I can leave. It's, it's I, amazing. I don't mind. So. <coughs> this this week, I'm going to appear on the Nerd Cave Reacts, and we talked about. Um, Howard Stern saying podcasts were stupid, basically, or people doing podcasts were dumb mm-hmm. or something. You can check that out at youtube.com slash Nerdcave Network. Uh, actually, it's the Nerdcave Podcast. Nope, it's the Nerdcave Network. Well, I tried to type that in yesterday, and it wouldn't take me there. Well, you can just it, type in Nerdcave Network. And it'll well, if you type that in, it does work. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, we might want to check on that, because okay. I tried it last okay. night, and I couldn't get it to work. It might be podcast, because it, it's, it's linked it's to slash the old Nerdcave one. Podcast. Okay. But if you type in Nerdcave Network, that's actually the channel's name, but that's not our URL name. Oh, okay. Which, but anyway, okay. we'll work on that. Yeah. Um, I had this thought mm-hmm. come to my head while we were doing that. Mm-hmm. Podcasting is to radio, talk radio, mm-hmm. as Netflix and all these other internet video, video services, demands. video services are to te- television. Yeah. It's on demand content uh-huh. when you want it how you want it yeah. where you want it and that's the thing that I almost called him Hugh Hefner <laughs> <laughs> that's the part where he has got to get off his boat got to get off his train and branch on to us because I can listen to this on any device that I wanted to anytime I wanted to once it's released I mean, Netflix, this Netflix original stuff, I love that Netflix is doing original content, and it's good. Their stuff is better. Than television. Than television, and... I wish they'd buy Arrow. <laughs> oh, my God. The production value would be ridiculous. Yeah, it looks so good. I haven't started watching House of Cards. I, I, I'm going to. It probably will be what I do this summer. <coughs> that and Marco Polo. Like, I'm on season two of House of Cards, and it's, I mean, it's What's really What's the good. language like on House of Cards? It's got some 
some bombs. So I probably can't. Yeah, you can't. Well, like F-bombs, is that what you're Yeah. Well, I, I've been saying that in front of her lately. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom? Yeah, they just kind of slip out. That's <laughs> 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 when I get really mad. <laughs> when he gets angry, he, he lets some stuff slip, but it's not all the time. I, I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch like the first two episodes and, and decide. Yeah. Um, Got some, some junk going on in my... He's dying. Don't be <laughs> confessing that over me, boy. Anyway, let me call Teresa Docks up in here. Let's see what happens. To you. <laughs> Spirit of slap. Spirit of slap. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I agree with you. That is a good analogy. That the video on demand, even video on demand, killed the rental service <laughs> overnight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those poor companies. And well, you know what hurt them too is that was during the economic collapse as yeah. well. But whew, that was like the quickest blockbuster. <laughs> they didn't know what hit them. Blockbuster movie gallery, just oh all my of God, those. And so I liked the movie gallery. Yeah, I did too. It, it, it's just very interesting how that worked. And podcast, YouTube, anything that's just instant and can always be found is very popular these days. And you know, GameFly is still kind of in that genre in a way. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it's games, obviously. But. <laughs> it's it's got the convenience of being mailed to you. Well, even like if you have desktop, they have desktop games that they're not the newest ones, but you can download. Like if you're a member, you can just download and play it. There was some service that came out a couple of years ago, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was a game streaming service where they would actually you just had to have a broad, broadband connection, and they did all of the they did all the video. Uh, encoding and everything on their side and just streamed you the video feed. And when you did, when you were like pressing buttons on your computer or a controller or whatnot, it just sent those commands to the server and it played the game there and all you did was see it basically. Yeah. And command it from your area. I don't know what it's called, but I don't think it lasted very well. So. I, I heard of it a while back, but I never actually was able to do anything. <laughs> Derek Diamond making his appearance and. <laughs> Hey, everybody. I thought you were about to kiss him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gross. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh. (coughs) Jeez, Louise. Thank you, Robbie. (laughs) He just wanted you to open it for him. (laughs) (laughs) He was having a hard time. Oh, my God. You You can keep it. (laughs) I totally did that in public yesterday. I didn't mean to. I I laid my tongue on top of (laughs) the thing and then, like, slowly put it down into the lid. (laughs) And I was doing it it at the park yesterday with the kids. And one of the teachers was like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm practicing. (laughs) I, I told one of my teachers yesterday about the podcast. Oh, really? It's the first person I've told. At my new job. Do they seem interested? Yes, she was very interested. In fact, she looked up our website immediately. I was, really? like, I was like, do not listen to this last episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that went there. I didn't go there. <laughs> I said, pussy slobber. Now you put it in this no, one. Was, no, I'm going to put it in this one too. Because what's worse than that is at the beginning every, <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, I forgot I even said this until I listened to it again. I should have edited this out. It said... Uh, but it's already out there, so I'm going to say it again. I said, um, 
We were talking about the Apple Watch, and I said, I wish it would come quickly, like a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> oh. That sounds so pedophilic. I'm not even, I'm not even going there. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Zach's giving me a look. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> not after that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a note to end on. No. I'm not saying a good note, but it's a note. So what are we going to name this episode? Uh, I named the episode. I named the episode Kitty Slobber. <laughs> As we were saying goodbye, hey, I saw the name. I was like, "Why did he name it?" Kid? But now I understand. <laughs> As we're Josh in- names them. I don't name. As them. we're ending the episode. Uh, is when I kind of said the pussy slobber thing because we were talking about uh, the wristbands I had, the Chef Nation wristbands. And I said, you know what's coming to those is the cats play with them all over the house. And I, s- <laughs> and I said, if you want one, uh, you know, just contact us. We'll send you one that's been played by played with by Josh's very own cats. <laughs> and then I said, covered in pussy slobber. <laughs> and then at the and then I said, we're going to make that the name of the episode right as he was saying, keep fisting on. And it like screwed him up. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, you can check all of our... All of our podcasts on the nerdcabnetwork.com. If you don't have an Apple device or you don't want to use iTunes, you can also find us on Stitcher Radio. You can see all of our YouTube stuff. Just look up Nerd Cave Network on your YouTube. We're almost to 100 subscribers, and we're keeping pushing it. We're keeping fisting on right there. So um, you can check I'm out. I'm just saying, saying that is no worse than me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about fisting here. <laughs> uh, you can check out the Derek Diamond Experience on Monday. You can check the Nerd Cave Podcast on Tuesday. You can check Fist a Monkey out on Wednesday because you're listening to it Thursday, Pop Culture Palette, and Friday, every other Friday, this Friday, Time for Comics. Comics. All right, guys. And you can find all of our social network, just Nerd Cave Network. You know, it's all in one easy place. Yep, easy, easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Keep. Well, I'm Zach Dykes. Robbie Rawls. And I might be Josh Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> He's Kitty Slobber. <laughs> Keep fisting on. You have passed this obstacle. Thank you, Alder. You've been listening to a Nerd Cave Network production. <laughs>